Welcome to From Passion to Profit, Heart-Centered Strategies for Fit Pros, the podcast designed exclusively for fitness professionals driven by their passion to help others and the desire to succeed. I'm your host, Nicola Page, and I'm excited to have you join me. Each week, myself and guest speakers will be sharing strategies and tactics to help you attract and retain clients whilst creating a business that gives you the freedom, flexibility, and financial security you want. Ultimately, it's all about creating a successful small business that works for you as much as it does for your clients. I'm really pleased you're listening today, so let's dive straight in. Hello and welcome to From Passion to Profit, where we talk about all things related to managing and creating a successful health and fitness business. I'm your host, Nicola Page, and in this episode, we'll be looking at how to identify the best marketing strategies for your specific business. I'm going to be identifying the different types of marketing methods that there are, and then how you would identify which ones are right for you and your business. There are so many different types of marketing methods. There's paid ads, there's organic marketing, there's online marketing, there's offline marketing. But how do you know which ones are going to be best for you? So before I go into how you pinpoint specifically which ones you're going to use, let me just explain in a bit more detail what the different marketing strategies or methods that are out there. So as I've said, we've got online marketing and we've got offline marketing. But let me clarify what I mean by this. With online marketing, this includes everything such as your social media marketing, whether you're doing paid ads on Facebook, whether it's what you're doing on your business pages, it's what you're doing on Instagram, whichever social media platform you are using, that's one type of marketing strategy. There's the paid version of it, then there's the organic stuff that you do. Online marketing would also include your website. What are you doing with your website? Are you driving traffic to it? Are you getting conversions from it? That's online marketing. You've got YouTube. Are you using that as a platform? Are you doing online ads in some way, shape or form? Are you doing Google ads? Are you on radio? Are you doing webinars? Do you have a blog? Do you have a vlog? Do you have a podcast? All of that comes under the umbrella of online marketing, all of which can work really well, providing that it's getting in front of your ideal clients. Then we have offline marketing. So examples here would be flyers and posters. Maybe you give your actual clients some referral invitations to hand out to other people. Maybe you do some ads in your local paper or local magazine. Maybe you do some speaking events. Maybe you do some joint ventures or have some referral partnerships with other businesses who also serve your ideal clients. Maybe you attend your local summer fair or the school fete and you have a stand presence there. Maybe you do something that's called what I call lumpy mail. Other people might call that bulky mail, where you send something out in the post through people's letterboxes that's promoting what you're doing. The, the list is almost endless. There are so many things and ways in which to get 
what you are offering in front of your ideal clients. It's not just about social media. In fact, I'm a massive fan of picking more than just social media. Look, social media can work extremely well, whether it's paid or organic. But you it, you put your business in a vulnerable position if you are solely relying on social media as a way to get in front of your ideal client. Because firstly, you can't guarantee that your, your followers, your friends are actually going to see what you put on your social media platforms in the first place, because the algorithm determines that. And that's outside of your control. So only a percentage of people are going to see your social media posts at any given time. Equally, just using social media as a way of marketing, that's again, that's not within your control. You could violate uh, Facebook's rules, for example. I have, um, I know numerous people in the health and fitness industry who have had their pages shut down because they have allegedly violated a Facebook rule, which makes no sense whatsoever. However, trying to get that page back up is, you know, you've got to jump through hoops if you even get it set back up at all. And you don't want to be in that position. If that's your only way of reaching your clients and either the algorithm is not showing it or you get your page shut down, what do you do? You've got to start all over again. So I'm a huge, huge advocate of, if you're using social media, fine, having two or maybe three other ways of getting in front of your ideal clients. So how do you determine which one of these myriad of different methods to use? Well, the ideal thing is you need to make sure that you fish where your fish are. Now, by that, I mean that you need to create, along with who your ideal client is, the persona, the client avatar, whatever you want to call that, a picture of who they are, their pain points, etc. You also need to know where do they spend their time. So that's what I mean by where are your fish? What are they doing online? What are they doing offline? So that you can put your hook, what you're offering in front of them, so they will buy on that, take the action that you want them to take, and now move a step closer towards you and becoming a paying client. So where are your fish? Things to think about are this. How do they spend their spare time? What local services or amenities do they use? Now, even if you've got an online business, still think about in your local area, where you are based right now, your ideal clients are there. Okay, you might be wanting to reach people across the UK or across the globe, but your ideal clients are still in your local area. What services or amenities do they use, which could be a potential collaboration or a partnership so you could get your information in front of them? Let me give you an example. Classic one being if you are, your ideal client is that you're targeting women, as an example, who want to lose weight and get in shape. The, The chances are they are going to hairdressers and nail salons. So could you get your information there? They're going to see it. That's where your fish are. Do they read any local magazines, local papers? Do they, Maybe they're national magazines, national papers, that where you could potentially put your marketing materials. 
Which social media platforms do they use? If you're not sure, do a survey. There is no point in you spending a huge amount of time, let's say, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn. Try, you know, spreading yourself really thin, putting it on all of those platforms if your ideal clients are primarily on Facebook or primarily on Instagram. You're wasting your time and your energy using other platforms where they're not really using it. So think about which ones they do. And if you're not sure, do a bit of a survey of your actual clients that you've got right now to see which ones they spend more of their time on. It's like leveraging your time and making sure that you're getting your information in front of them. Are your ideal clients part of any groups? Do they attend different events, maybe online or offline events? This is about creating that clearer picture because once you know where your fish are, now you can identify which ones of those online and offline marketing strategies are going to be the best and the most effective way of you using your time and potentially your money. You can also think about when it comes to where you put your marketing, who do you know already or know of who has access to your ideal clients? Do you know someone or do you know of someone or a business that already serves your ideal clients, the ones that you're trying to reach, but in a diff- slightly different way? You know, we we have a huge network. We have the people we are immediately connected with who we already know and have relationships with. And then they have people who they know and they have relationships with that could introduce you to somebody else. The I think there's something like, is it six degrees of connection or something? To like We are only six steps away from being connected to everybody on the planet, which is crazy. But who do you know, who do you know of, who has access to your ideal clients, who serves them in some way, shape or form that you may be able to do some form of collaboration or partnership with in order to get your information in front of them? It's not not competing with them. You're offering them something slightly different to what that person or that business is offering. So there's quite a bit for you to think about here. So let's just kind of get clear on what your your actions are off the back of what I've just said. First and foremost, create that picture of who your ideal clients are in terms of how and where they spend their time, their spare time, their, you know, every single day, what is it they're doing? Build a picture up of those. And if you don't know, you can do a survey of your existing clients to find out more. You're just trying to see what the commonalities are in terms of where they're spending their time. And then that can inform you then of all of the different types of marketing that are out there, which ones are more more likely to work for you. Once you're clear on that and you've got, you know, where your fish are, then you can pinpoint three different marketing methods to test. So maybe you're going to do you're going to continue on with social media, but you're going to focus in on one or two platforms specifically because you know those are the ones that your ideal clients use the most. You might put, you know, stop using another platform for the time being because 
your ideal clients don't use it. Okay, so you might have social media marketing. The second thing you might do is there might be a local service or amenity that you could you could do some kind of collaboration with. And that's how you're going to test getting in front of your ideal clients. It may be that you're just going to use flyers or posters and put them in specific places where you know your ideal clients will go. Obviously, once the word in on your marketing, the message has got to land. But then if they see that marketing, they resonate with a the message, they are now more likely to take action. So just pick two or three key marketing methods to test. Now, I say test because you when you put marketing out there, the first time you do it, if you if you let's say you put a flyer or a poster in a specific location, you know, your ideal clients go there. You've done you've tested that and you get nothing. It might be that it's going to work with a tweak to your message, which is a whole other episode. So what you have to be prepared to do is test your different marketing methods. Give it enough time to test it. Track the results that you're getting from it so that you know what is or isn't working. Don't just try one piece of marketing or a strategy once, get nothing from it and assume that strategy will not work. It could be a number of reasons why it doesn't. It could be that the message didn't land. It could be the action that you're asking them to take wasn't clear enough or the steps to to take the action you wanted them to take was too onerous. But first and foremost, you have got to get really clear on which types of marketing strategies or methods are going to be the better fit for you and your business. And please remember, do not put all of your eggs in one basket, i.e. the social media basket. You need to do something else. It's You're making it vulnerable, particularly if you're not getting anybody's email addresses. So I hope you found this really useful. And I really hope that this has got you thinking about the best types of marketing for your business. In other episodes, I'm going to be going into detail of the different marketing strategies, the different methods. But for now, your job is to make sure you are clear on where your fish are and that you pick the the most relevant, the most effective two or three strategies to test out so that you get your information in front of your ideal clients. So fish where your fish are. Don't put all your eggs in one basket, the social media basket. Test two or three strategies and track the results so you know what is and what isn't working. And I don't know about you, but all this talk of food, fish and eggs, is making me quite hungry. So um, I'm off for a snack and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to From Passion to Profit. I've been your host, Nicola Page, and I'm on a mission to help as many fit pros as I can to create successful small businesses. And the best way for me to do that is to get this podcast out to as many fit pros as possible. I'd be really grateful you could help me to do that by sharing and leaving a review. And if you're looking for more personal support and strategies to help you grow your business, come and join our Health and Fitness Business Members Club. It's an extremely low-cost membership that gives you huge value each month. There's no long-term commitment. You can just simply cancel at any time. All the links on how to join the club are in the show notes.